warm welcome to all of you and a heartfelt namaste i anuradha would like to thank all of you for liking sharing and subscribing to my youtube and spotify channels and writing in your views and suggestions there today i'm going to talk about the planets in the ninth house the ninth house is a very beautiful house a very strong house at that matter because the ninth house is said to be the highest in form of lakshmi sthana it brings about a lot of purva punya from your past life so how you have conducted yourself in some past life reflects on your ninth house and the ninth house being the uh, fourth from the sixth house talks about the happiness that one gets from doing good work the ninth house being the fifth from the fifth house it also talks about the kind of happiness education that one children receive so the ninth house basically has a lot of good points attached to it and any planet sitting in the ninth house gives good results let us see what the ninth house further adds on or talks to us about so before we move on to the planets in the ninth house we see what the ninth house is about as soon as we talk about the ninth house one uh, thinks about the scriptures or the study of scriptures the ninth house talks about higher education in the olden days the higher education was much related to understanding of the universe universal laws which were also used for practical purposes today we have two kinds of education to be uh, learnings to begin with one is the education which is a practical education so if we have uh, something a planet like venus or a planet like the uh, jupiter sitting there uh, mercury sitting there we know that this talks about our practical education when we move to planets like sun or jupiter they talk about the paravidya or the akal sign or the universal knowledge that one is but does not easily find in their books or in their course of material in today's day and time and one has to move on to the scriptures while one is understanding the scriptures one would be prone to traveling trying to understand more of the higher education be it for practical purposes or be it for purposes which are understanding of the universal laws and as one travels as one comes in contact with other cultures person would become more and more uh, thoughtful there will be many a thoughts that can change your way of thinking and as such brings about a very strong process of a thought uh, process in a person and these thought processes as they start developing as they start maturing makes a person principled and gives a person an identity of their own these principles can also come from a guru a planet which is sitting in the ninth house will define the kind of guru one will have jupiter in the ninth house because it is also the owner of the ninth house of the kalpurush kundli and it also is the karaka of the ninth house it can give a person you a guru or a preceptor or a mentor who has a very long drawn thought process somebody who is very uh, very happy or very inconversant with the laws of nature understanding of the laws of nature person who is very wise and somebody who can debate very well as to what is right and what is not right again mars here can give you a guru in form of a karma yogi 
So as we worship the gurus, the ninth house we know is also the house that where we worship our deities, especially our Ishta Devata or the Devata whom we have a special corner in our lives for. If there is Rahu sitting, you could be worshipping Goddess Durga as your Ishta Devi. If you have Ketu here, it could be Chandi or it could be Lord Ganesha. Again, Mercury there can give you an affinity. It can give you a pull for any of the forms of Lord Vishnu, especially Krishna. Or if there is Mars there, we can have the North Indians or people who like uh, uh, Hanmanji worshipping Hanmanji. In South of India, it's generally Murugan that people have a very soft corner for if we find Mars sitting in the ninth house. Similarly, all of these planets can have showed different kinds of gods. One is attracted towards when we see the planet there. The ninth house is said to be a house of prosperity. It brings in a lot of wealth. And if you notice, people who have Sri Lagna in the ninth house can be really wealth generating they can be very lucky for their own selves they kind of have wealth from some past lifetime and so when they enter uh, the world it is a good time for their parents the parents can have a lot of affluence coming into their lives and whoever's life they touch they bring in a lot of affluence and wealth even jupiter in the ninth house can or venus in the ninth house can bring in that affluence the ninth house also talks about children so because children is children are a form of a wealth or when if you look into my video on Sri Lagna, we also have the Santan Lakshmi as one of the forms of Lakshmi. Luck or Lady Luck can be well defined from the ninth house because that is something that you've got as you're born. Finally, the distribution of money or charity. Planets sitting in the ninth house can very well define as the kind of charity that you do because one way they also um, they also affect the twelfth house because as per Jain Basin's rule, it is seen that the planet which is sitting in the tenth house from a planet has a control over it. So this planet sitting in the ninth house does have a control over the twelfth house, and we understand what kind of wealth distribution or what kind of charity we are good at doing. Let us see what the planets in the ninth house have to say to us. The sun. The sun in the ninth house talks about a person who's self-made. It talks about a person who wants to understand the universal laws and is working towards them. It is also a person who can be very lucky and a person who has an exuberance and shine on their face. It is a person who likes to travel a lot. We see moon in the seventh, in the ninth house. Moon in the ninth house talks about acquiring different kinds of knowledge. It talks about the mental frame of the person. So the person is always in a mode of acquisition, acquisition of knowledge, knowing the truth and understanding certain Facts. It is also somebody who can be changing their way of thinking depending on the readings that they do, depending on the depending on the uh, kind of friend circle or the place that they are in, because moon also denotes change. When we have Mars sitting in the ninth house, such a person can be very principled. 
such a person can be very helpful. In fact, moon in the ninth house also gives a lot of help. But such people are sensitive to how others are and they modulate themselves towards that sensitivity. Whereas Mars present in the uh, third house is not very sensitive. They're very direct in their speech to the point that at times they can be harsh. They also show somebody who is good at unearthing truth and also find good espionage at that. That means they can be good spies. They can continuously put in their energy at digging out the truth. Mercury in the ninth house talks about a person who loves to travel, who loves to see different cultures, and who would like to adapt things to suit a very practical need. This person would go about learning a lot, but that learning would be to understand and apply things in the practical manner. That is, they are more of knowledge that works in this world instead of the universal laws. And Mercury here makes people good chartered accountants because they understand the difference between all kinds of uh, balancings and all these things. They make good uh, cost accountants and money importance because this is also the house of prosperity. So the importance of money is very strong in their lives. As we talk about Jupiter, Jupiter in this house gives one wisdom. The ability to discern what is right and what is not. The ability to travel, see far off places and become a very traditional person because even after you see everything, you understand that everything stems from a same base and following your own traditions is a good idea. So Jupiter in this sign talks about a person who's much into ceremonies, tradition, religion, but Whatever they do, they have a fundamental understanding and an innate wisdom attached to it. And they would always understand how to do things in the very appropriate manner. These people also know how to give in charities, what is good and what is bad. These people are strongly attached to their uh, children and they have good ancestral values to begin with. When we talk about Venus in the ninth house, Venus in the ninth house is a good place for those who know how to appreciate beauty and know how to be nurturing to others. These people have very soft speech and they have an alluring form that uh, can that can attract others very easily towards them. They're highly accomplished because the ninth house talks about learning and Venus is all about accomplishment. So whatever art or craft or trade that they want to be in, they're highly accomplished in that. When we talk about Saturn, Saturn is all about justice. The ninth house is all about understanding, knowing the fundamentals of the universe, which are very much uh, in one word called the truth. So these people make good lawyers, they make good judges, and these people have the ability to <coughs> stand up and say things which are correct and remain fixed in their views. These people also earn a good amount of money because let's not forget, Saturn in this house will also be aspecting your 11th house. But that money is not something that comes at a go. That money is something that will come very slowly, probably like a trickle in the past at the, to begin with, but then it'll move quite uh, on and it will give you an income, sustainable income at that for a long period to come. If we have Rahu in the 
ninth house. Now Rahu also denotes a lot of travel, but it specifically denotes travel to foreign cultures. Rahu denotes understanding. It denotes it's a it's got a very curious mind. So these people want to understand what's what, and for that they like to travel, understand, see, and investigate. Rahu in this house gives you investigation properties. It gives you an ability to travel to different cultures, understand things that you do not know of, and then have your own findings. Ketu, on the other hand, makes you a traditionalist. And it also makes you somebody who's very strong on these scriptures, somebody who is very strong on their, their traditional values from whichever system, from whichever culture, whichever caste creed you come from, you would always want to be associated with that. There may be times when you might flicker, you might waver, but you're strongly attached to your roots per se, and you would go a long way in establishing them all over again for you. Ketu in this house also gives you an innate understanding of principles that others don't have. And as such, you make great inroads in this direction. So we will be taking up a few charts and understanding how this entire thing works out for us. The first example that we take is of Venus in the ninth house for the example of Matahari. As I had told you earlier, that uh, Venus in this um, ninth house makes one beautiful and very accomplished in their arts. Venus for her is also the Lagna Lord, speaking more for her in the sense and being in the house of the third house of the natural zodiac, which talks about uh, talents, which talks about having the dead. We all know that she was one of the very beautiful uh, spies and she was later on tried and beheaded for being a double agent. She was very accomplished in her art of belly dancing and she had also made a name for herself in that arena. We can take the case of Albert Einstein with Guru or Jupiter in the ninth house. As stated earlier, Jupiter in the ninth house gives one a long-term vision and makes one very uh, strong in dispensing with their advice to others as well as having very good mentors. And we know that Albert Einstein helped many people in his lifetime. It was his vision, as I keep repeating about the atomic bomb in many cases, but honestly, that was the very factor that changed the World War II or the happenings of World War II and consequently the world that we are now living in. So that makes a lot of difference. Jupiter. Being in the sign of Ganeshta also made him very responsible for what he did. It is also his seventh and the tenth lord. So he was responsible in many ways, held good positions and made a great name for himself, not only just in the scientific world, but also as somebody who was a motivator for excellence. <clears throat> Let's talk about Arthur Conan Dyer. Arthur Conan Dyer has is the moon in the ninth house. Moon is the lord of the third house and there's an exchange with the ninth lord. So here this moon is a very strong moon to uh, say and this moon is in the Shravana Nakshatra. It's good about administration. The ninth moon, as I said, was always very curious to learn things and very helpful. By profession, he was also a doctor and he had done a lot of spiritual work to begin with. This moon also gave him a lot of spirituality and an ability to listen to people because as an exchange with the ninth lord, it also gave him form and structure of how to do things 
properly standing up to principles and to be truthful and very very genuinely helpful towards others also it gave him a, a reason or it gave him that strong a pull towards understanding and knowing things and we can find it lot in his writings not just in his writings of the sherlock holmes versace um, so we when we take the name of versace gyani versace is the person that we always think about saturn gave him a very strong view of standing on his principles doing what he liked and for that he didn't have any compensation saturn also happens to be his third lord aspecting the third house of creativity so he was very creative in aslesha nakshatra he was also very observant and he knew when to use situations to the best of his advantage he was also a very fair minded person who had laid down certain protocols about whom to use or rather what kind of models he would be taking in for his fashion shows when a lot of others were discarding the the nutrition norms and things like that he stood tall on those factors also we talk about marie curie rahu having a thought process which is different from others that is what is very important in case of a scientist and marie curie being a nobel laureate twice over had a mind form which was very different from others makes a lot of sense for us for marie curie this rahu is also in the nakshatra of purva phalguni purva phalguni is a nakshatra of love and her um, hard workings were also supported by her love ninth house also being the bhagya of marriage and the legality uh, which also shows the legality of marriage it was when she came in association with the foreigner because she was a polish she went to france she met with perry curie and working as her assistant she was also enamored by him he was very much uh, influenced by her bright mind proposed marriage to her and that as we see getting married to somebody foreigner and having carried on the culture with herself really works in her favor and brought her luck and prosperity so all these that we see is that the ninth house is basically a very good place for any planet to be in be it rahu be it ketu be it saturn how they give their results is also influenced or colored by the houses that they own in the chart so it's very important that we pay close attention to the planet to the house that it is the owner of obviously the ninth house is important and the nakshatra that it is placed in all that gives us very clear indications of the events of the ninth house turning up in our lives till we meet with you again please hit the bell icon for fresh updates don't forget to like share and comment on the videos and please subscribe to our channel